Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Jesus showed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he showed himself in this way. Gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We will go with you. Then they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just after daybreak, Jesus stood on the beach. But the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, you have no fish, have you? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net to the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in, because there were so many fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on some clothes, for he was naked, and jumped into the sea. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far off from the land, only about 150, 100 yards. And when they had gone ashore, they saw a charcoal fire there with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. And though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared to ask ask him, who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. A second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter felt hurt because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. After this, he said to him, follow me. The gospel of the Lord. In the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. Some of you may have seen me chuckle a bit when we started hearing about Saul. Um, It's not particularly a funny lesson, but it reminded me of something this morning, and I hadn't really thought about it, but this text was the final sermon that I preached in seminary in the chapel kind of a big deal. It's your senior sermon, and everybody's like, oh, God, let's see what they've actually learned over three years. See what happens. So 
my homiletics professor said the whole time in seminary, if you are a singer and can sing, it is completely appropriate to sing from the pulpit. And I thought, I haven't done it yet, and I'm a singer. What could I possibly do to get the people's attention and really sing? I thought, it's the conversion of Saul. This is a big deal. So I got up in the pulpit, which at the seminary is rather high for the room, so you're looking kind of down on everyone, and two of my professors were just in the front row. And I took a deep breath, took a drink of water, and I got up and I went, blinded by the light. <laughs> that, was, that was my approach for the morning. Now, my two professors sat back and went like that, and I thought, yeah, yes. And one of them, I still don't know to this day what she really thinks of me. Perhaps that solidified it for her. I don't know. But in all seriousness, if you think you're a lamb, you can come sit on this side. And if you think you're a sheep, you can sit on this side. Okay, you don't have to move, right? But today we're, we're looking at this. We're separating these things. What are they, why are we separating these things and what are we talking about, right? Sheep and lambs. Jesus asks Peter the most simple question. The most simple question, do you love me? Now, at the first question, he asked more than them. Peter was special to Jesus, right? Do you, you do love me more than them, right? Yes, God, Jesus, I love you. Now, as kids and even as teachers and, and all these things, we often ask people questions that we know they know the answer to, but they're testing us, right? And so Jesus simply says to him, Peter, do you love me? An easy question. Of course he does. Yes, I love you. I screwed up right before you got crucified, but I do love you. I do, more than anything. And then he simply says, feed my sheep. That's it. Maybe it all boils down to one thing. We make this really difficult, but on paper, being a follower of Jesus is kind of simple. Take care of the people you need to take care of. Now, how many of you have spent time on a farm with sheep? I'll be honest. One, two, three, four. It's almost the same as the first service. Um, sheep aren't smart. <laughs> They're kind of cranky, right? And sheep will kick you and get mad at you and holler at you. And if it's a, if it's a ram, they'll probably headbutt you and run and try to tackle you because that's what they know to do. They don't know anything else, right? Last year at our, or two, two years ago at the Living Nativity scene at Holland Hall School, it's this beautiful thing. I've heard about it for so long, and I don't remember going to it when I was a student there, but now here I am in charge of it, and they said, call these people, they'll bring the animals. I said, awesome. So they come in with this sheep. She hadn't been shaved yet. She was super fluffy, really cute. She was a little cantankerous. And I can't remember her name, so I have, I have named her Debbie. So when I'm talking about Debbie, that's who we're talking about, okay? She was a little skittish coming in. And the people who owned Debbie were guiding her in, and we were helping get her in the pen. And I grew up on farms with my best friend's dad, who was a veterinarian, so this was not, not the first time I've done this. So I was fine doing that. She was great. She was really, really good. She would 
make her bleats and say things and do things and talk to people. It was great. There's one moment, though, however, I think she was trying to prove a point. It, there was a, there's a recording with music and some text going over it telling the story of the birth of Jesus. And here's this fluffy, cute sheep, Debbie, and it gets to this really poignant, beautiful moment, and the music stops, and it's quiet, and she just goes, really loud, right? So they're unpredictable. They don't know what to do. They're sheep after all. Now, why do we talk about this today? Because it's the simplest thing in the world. We are to feed the sheep, right? And a, a shepherd at that time, and even someone today who does that, will tell you there are different personalities in these sheep, right? Just like us. Because, you know, we're the sheep and all, right? We're the sheep. Let's talk about us. It's not animals. Well, it's animals too, but mostly us. There are sweet and kind sheep. There are rough and tumble sheep. There are some sheep that just kind of might be jerks at the wrong time, like Debbie. And this year, I was so excited to see Debbie again. And they brought, they've got the sheep out, and I said, that's not Debbie. They said, no, Debbie got grounded this morning, so this is her sister. <laughs> right? So there are times where even the best of sheep do something they're not supposed to do. But we still love them anyway. Okay? Now, take just a minute and think about that you are involved with on a daily basis, whether it's family or work or community involvement, whatever it might be. It might be this room I don't know for you. Think about it. Think about the different sheep in that flock. If you're anything like me, the first person you went to was the person that annoys you the most you could possibly think of. Okay? I walk into school, and I know I am that person for some people. I'm okay with that. But I have that person too. I have someone who pushes every button and I have to try to smile and not throw my shoe at them sometimes because that's how we interact, right? But when Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? And he says, yeah, feed my sheep. He doesn't say feed the ones that you like. He doesn't say feed the ones that match up to what you think or believe. He just says, feed my sheep, feed my lambs. If a shepherd doesn't feed and protect the lambs and, and, and the babies and whatnot, what happens? Predators come, negativity comes, there's sickness, there's all these things that we are in charge of protecting. You're all shepherds, did you know that? Did you know you're a shepherd? Unfortunately, the shepherd's like the lowest job you could possibly have, but that's who we're called to be. We're called to get our hands dirty and work with the people we love. We're called to love every single sheep in every flock we come across. Sound easy enough? Not really. Not really at all. I could probably give you 20 types of people that right off the top of my head that I may not want to do that every day because I'm a human being. And I get frustrated, and I disagree with people. But that's not the point. The point is we don't get a choice. We don't get a choice who we get to tend and feed. Okay? That's my message today. But I want you to think about this. 
the next time that you are shepherding the cantankerous ones, because they're easier to think of, because the ones that are sweet just kind of go along and do what they're supposed to do, right? But there's, there's always at least one in there. You know, like when you're in a meeting and there's that one person, you know what I'm talking about? They ask questions that were sent in an email two days ago or whatever it might be, and it's irritating. Maybe they didn't get the email, right? Maybe they just didn't understand what was happening. Those are the people that we get to feed spiritually, physically, emotionally, all of those things. But it's your job to do it. It's our job to do it, my job. So I want you to think of something. I want you to answer my question out loud in just a moment, okay? Imagine Jesus is standing right here, right now, and he says to you, Christ Church, do you love me? Then feed my sheep. Christ Church, do you love me? Tend my lambs. Christ Church, do you love me? And feed my sheep. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more, go to ChristChurchTulsa.org. And peace be with you.